This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. Welcome to Samutsari, Conversations with Mimi, a weekly podcast by Dinosocial, also a member of the Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Samutsari is where we can show that ordinary people do extraordinary things. Tune in to be entertained and to learn something new with your host, Mimi Lorilla. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Samutsari Conversations with Mimi. I'm your host, Mimi Laurelia. Welcome to the show. This is a podcast featuring hot topics and other topics of interest for men and women alike. We feature guests who share their passion, their commitment, their profession, or their talents. And here at Samutsari, we share stories to inspire you, stories from ordinary people who make extraordinary things. Um, and mind you, ladies and gentlemen, for season two, originally the concept is about moving online okay or or people are uh, interviewing people or personalities or organizations that have pivoted online due to the pandemic but it's not to say that i can't go back to the original intention of samutsari which is really to feature good um good works for, from people and organizations to inspire others and today is no exception i am already inspired by just the topic alone i don't know the whole story yet <laughs> But I'm really glad that our guest is available today to talk to us about a recent initiative or a recent project that their organization had um, started doing, and I think it's ongoing. So I don't know what to begin. Maybe I'll start by introducing his name. His name is Mark Pelazar, and Mark is a mem is an assistant professor at the University of the Philippines, Los Baños, and he is also a member of the. Uh, what do you call your group? Epsilon? Is this Kai Epsilon or Kai? Kai. Epsilon Kai Fraternity. Um, and um, you are also a part of the board of directors. Am I, am I right, right, Mark? Yes. And <laughs> you're also a member of the core group of the Special Projects Committee. And this That's right. is one of the things that your Special Projects Committee is doing. And before we talk about that, can you say hi and hello to... Everybody who's watching and listening to us in, in this show. Yes. Uh, thank you, Ate Mimi, for inviting me. Yes, I'm Mark Pelizar. And I think uh, some of the details were already given by Ate Mimi. So, uh, yeah, you can either call me Mark or Borch if ever you see me around. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, as a prof assistant professor, ano ba ang field of expertise mo? Ano ba ang area na tinuturo mo? I'm actually under the Department of Social Development Services under the College of Human Ecology. Uh, my major 
yeah, usually I teach uh, yeah, subjects, uh, mostly introductory courses on social development, social policy, uh, as well as some uh, field uh, studies as well. Like uh, we do community profile studies. Uh, we okay. must, we, yeah. We, yeah, we bring students to the field to see. Yeah. And how long have you been teaching at the... Um Escolar well, Bayan Institution. Uh, yes, for UP, I've been here for seven years. I've been teaching for seven years. Straight from graduation? Yeah, but uh, prior to that... Teaching? Yeah? Uh, no, no. Uh, prior to graduation, I even went to the seminary, then uh, finished my theology degree. Then after that, I went to Indonesia, then went around the Southeast Asia for a while. Then I came back for my master's at, uh, at UBLB. Then, uh, yeah, I, I taught for a while at uh, Tetran as well. Uh, then went overseas for another year in Indonesia. Then came back to teach uh, back here then, in the Yubilo Wow. Mm. I feel close to you because uh, already uh, just meeting you instantly because I have a soft spot for seminaristas. <laughs> I have a soft spot for <laughs> seminaristas. Because, you know, deaf home people are um, often hosting SBD. Um, you know, missionaries. So that's one connection. Um, and then when I was in um, New Zealand, we also hosted one of the first Filipino uh, seminaristas who became um, an ordained priest in New Zealand. So we have close ties with the, um, uh, you know, the Catholic community in New Zealand. So um, yung mga, and my husband also taught in Batangas where they have uh, good formation uh, for students and they're um, very much connected to church work and marami din mga sisters, mga seminaristas na pupunta sa kanila who help uh, mm -hmm. provide that uh, education and mga Christian formation sa mga students nila. So, um, your life is like uh, a roller coaster, I assume, Mark, because of those experiences. <laughs> and now, you are continuing that passion of yours in in terms of helping people and in terms of driving your your organization or fraternities efforts into more community building sort of stuff and this That's is right. why dan, 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 introducing it's a project nyo, it's about the bulilit community pantry so mm -hmm. bulilit community pantry it already gives me a certain uh, idea of what it is but I want you to tell us what exactly is the Bulilit Community Pantry and what's the history behind that first? How did it came about? Well, uh, it wasn't really an original idea. This uh, Bulilit Pantry was again uh, brought about by uh, the need to provide for uh, people, specifically children, during the quarantine, during this lockdown here in the Philippines. But uh, yes, it started out with this bigger one. You, you probably heard of the community pantry, the bigger umbrella of this. Uh, though yeah, we're autonomous from each other, but then the, the spirit is the same. It's uh, giving back to the community and uh, more or less, uh, uh, if, you can, if you want to take something, if you need something like food or whatever, it's there. Then uh, the spirit behind it is that uh, we'll also reciprocate it with giving uh, whatever you have in return, so uh -huh. maybe a can of beans, bar of soap. So it started with that concept. Uh, it was started by a patrician 
lamb in Magin Hawa in Quezon City. Now, with this uh, bullet pantry, we just uh, realized uh, there was this group in Manila who more or less uh, uh, realized that the needs of the children were also neglected. And uh, more or less, uh, we picked up uh, from that idea that yes, definitely most of the time in the community pantries, it's a generic, uh, it, most of the stuff there are for general purpose uh, for everybody. For And most of the time, yes, it's just for adults. Uh, uh, and uh, it doesn't really have anything for children, which, uh, you know, we believe that like a hard hit during this time. So they can't, can't go out. They can go to the mosque, they can even play in the park. So what they, what are they supposed to do in the house? So, um, yeah, the motivation was to more or less uh, give them uh, something that they can do at home. Something that uh, more or less to look forward to at least uh, uh, once a week. Yeah, that's the frequency of how, how, how we have our bullet pantry. We have it every Saturday. Now, uh, yeah, aside from catering to the psychosocial needs of these children, uh, Basically, just boils down to we just want to bring happiness to them. Because, like uh, my children, I, I have uh, three kids right now. Uh, they're really bored to death uh, with this particular system that we, we have right now. Uh, they can go out, uh, even uh, you know, right now, just being able to ride in my car and uh, just go around the street is a luxury for us right now. So it's a big thing for them to have, like uh, seeing a new toy or uh, even having a new. Uh, a new coloring book would be a big thing. Now, of course, uh, there it varies also from situation to situation. Not all kids have computers. Not all kids have gadgets. Uh, so, more or less, uh, we want to just bring happiness to them, you know, to, so that they can do something at home. Basically, yeah, just just uh, cutting it uh, short. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's it. Bringing happiness to children. Yeah, I I really feel for for the kids that that needed something also, no. But um, just to break it down a little bit, so the original concept of the community pantry is that if you have a station, for example, or if you have mm -hmm. a, a community hall, or if you have a house that volunteered their place to host the community pantry. You set up your vegetables or whatever non-perishable items, for example, your delata, your noodles, whatever. Um, and then you have operational hours and then people come to you. They know that they can get whatever they want. They can leave whatever they want. Um, right. And then uh, you also have rules around social distancing. You have rules around how many people can be in inside that space, for example, at a given time, like. Yeah. allowed only 20 people every hour whatever it is so that concept has been uh, widely spread out now and in your specific community pantry so kids can donate to benefit kids is that the yeah. spirit behind that which means only kids are allowed <laughs> in your community well, uh, pantry so or now... with the parents <laughs> Well, you know what, Ate Mimi, how I wish uh, it were the kids. It were the kids who can give the toys and donate it or get their own. But unfortunately, they're not allowed to go out. So it's the parents who choose it for them. So it's the parents who bring stuff uh, for the kids in their behalf. And then 
so the parents will just, will just have the truth on what the uh, okay. yeah. at home. That's yeah, 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 yeah. But but still, if if the dream was yeah. to to be realized, it would be nice to have kids right. serving yeah, exactly. and meeting other kids. You know, that's yeah. my my vision. For actually, yeah, I don't know. I, I might get into trouble, but then you know, <laughs> there's this actually this area who uh, more or less allowed their kids to come out and. Uh, uh, choose their toys and uh, in return give whatever they have. Mm. But there was, it's uh, somewhere uh, uh, very remote. That's why uh, they're not afraid of COVID because it hasn't been, uh, it mm. hasn't reached them yet. Uh, yeah. Pray yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I was able to witness what you were saying. Uh, it's really wonderful to behold that the kids are also learning how to give back and not just get them. It's like um, here abroad, they have the Christmas wish list. So every mm-hmm. mall, they have a Christmas tree. And then they just put their donations there. And then there are certain times of the week where the recipients are able to pick out a gift. Or um, the gifts for this week, for example, are already allocated to a specific um, you know, children's home or orphanage or things like that. So. I think this Puliri Community Pantry is a more localized, sort of similar concept to, to that. So, um, I, I didn't get it, but did you mention already where you are hosting your Puliri Community Pantry? Is it somewhere in Los Baños or in the outskirts? Yes, it's uh, actually it's in all barangays of Los Baños. That's the target, but we've already finished uh, like uh, five barangays. We've been to five barangays already. Los Baños has 13, 14 barangays. So, uh, yeah, we still have a lot to go, but yeah. then, uh, we just bring this everywhere uh, in the spots, all those barangays, so that the kids in each area can experience this as well. Ah, and I hope that nice. other groups will also follow suit, but uh, it's just not us doing this, uh, others will also. Yeah, you want the ripple effect. So, yeah, which yes, leads me to my next exactly. question. Who are your main collaborators at the moment? Who are you? Um, Helping you make sure this is organized, helping you sustain your donations, your your supply, things like that. Can you give me well, a actually, sense of who they uh, are? Yes, I, of course, I'd like to thank um, my Professor Jenny Amparo. She's uh, such a big help to me. She was actually the one who prodded me to uh, get on with it and you know, not just uh, uh, keep on uh, you know, looking at the paper and going, but or what, you know. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. She actually encouraged me, and uh, until now, she's uh, been there supporting the pantry. Uh, of course, uh, Minute Burger through Anjo, uh, Andrew Gabatan is uh, such a big help. Uh, he would uh, provide burgers as well as his, uh, his establishment actually receives uh, in kind donations right now for the community pantry. He's such a big help, a uh, wonderful fellow. Also, um, yeah, the, of course, the UP Epsilon Chi fraternity, uh, uh, they actually uh, encouraged me to just keep on going. And uh, in return, they promised that uh, they're going to uh, pledge a soup kitchen. Ah, so not nice. only, you know, I, so I bring with me a soup kitchen. So I, don't, I just don't bring toys. I also bring food with me. So that uh, yeah, it's not just feeding the so the human thing, you know the internal needs, the emotional needs of the kids, but also their bellies as well. 
Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, there's also uh, in, uh, other brands who were able to contribute. By Arevalo of Raven Cross, uh, has been donating clothes a lot. Uh, of course, Jenny Santos, another uh, brother Indian who has donated his. Uh, he has committed to donating a lot of. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, Yeah, diapers. Yeah, I was going to say diapers, but yes, diapers. And um, of course, another organization that I would like to thank would be of my college, uh, the College of Human Ecology, and the department, and uh, all the constituents of that particular college because they have really chipped in and uh, gave their uh, two cents in how to operate this thing. So that, for that, I am very grateful. Yeah. Yes, uh, alam mo, as you were telling me the names of those people and the organizations, I can't help but um, recall in my mind what happened to um, Angel Luxine's community pantry for oh, her yes. birthday. So I'm That's pretty right. sure you're familiar with that. It was just like a selfless birthday sharing that she had in mind. And then she, um, what do you call that, um, shared it through her social media. And she didn't expect the, that she was dinagsano. There were droves and droves of people, more than what she anticipated on the day. So That's in right. your case, since nagsisimula pa lang kayo, linking that with um, Angel Luxie's experience, what do you consider as your current challenges in setting up your community pantry? Nagkaroon na ba kayo ng incidences like nangyari kay Angel Luxine? <laughs> uh, uh, peace and order situation. Uh, You know, challenges. Can you give me a little bit of a flavor? Because you're not really um, doing a general type of community pantry, but you're just mm -hmm. focusing on the needs of the kids. So I'm thinking right. our parents would be desperate to get some stuff for their kids. Okay. Uh, before I answer pala that question, Ate Mimi, I forgot another part that was very crucial. I uh, see Mr. Augustus uh, Franco Hamias. Well, uh, his company is called Pusong Bata, who actually donated... He donates actually well, uh, around a uh, hundred pieces of uh, stuff toys every time we go down. So uh, thank you, Franco. Now for that, ano po question? We never really had any problems for us of now, and I'm grateful for that. Thank God, na wala pa. But then uh, uh, I can see problems, po. That's why uh, more or less, uh, like for example, crowd control would be an issue. Uh, number one, and then uh, some concerns were already addressed before we went down. Like for example, if we bring like food, for example, uh, I prefer that the food would be cooked just before we serve it. Yes. I, I don't want to be going to the community and then all of a sudden kids will get sick because of what we brought. So I have to ensure the quality and where it came from. It's basically accountability for everything that we do for the health. And even the the stuffed toys that I mentioned, we have we clean it up, we isolate it, we wash it before we give it to the kids, so as nothing to the problem. <laughs> we want to be part of the solution. Yes, <laughs> that's right. What about being okay. COVID safe? How do you ensure that the people that are coming to your Bulilit Community Pantry are are practicing the the minimum health protocols and uh, basically po uh, what we do kasi at least is that we partner with these existing community pantries so uh, most of them are ro locals in the area so what we do is that we set up uh, all these 
things that we have, the, the, the gifts that we brought. We set it up for them and then uh, more or less, it's not us to actually uh, give it to the people, but actually the the volunteers from the local area. So minimal contact with us. We're just there to observe from afar. Uh, if they do need help uh, from time to time, yes. But then, uh, yeah, we definitely we wear full battle gear, mask, and everything. Yes, double pang amin sa aking ano, uh, face mask. I cannot imagine how um, uncomfortable that would be. So, so it's it sa Pilipinas ngayon, di ba? <laughs> terrible, terrible right now. It's like you're in an oven. Being like a yeah, I that's why that's why I I really like your comment about the food situation because when you obviously cook food and you uh-huh. serve it at nainitan siya ng excessively so nandoon na yung uh, mas mal, mas mabilis na spoilage ng ng food uh-huh. ng food niyo so um so hopefully that's another thing that you can address with your partners or collaborators how to you know preserve the shelf life or Uh, make sure that it's not spoiled even before you um, you serve the food. So that's really really interesting. So um, what about your relationship with the local government? Yung mga barangay captain, yung mga barangay kagawa. Do you actively communicate and work with them aside from the volunteers? Well, we I, I guess uh, for the most part we just uh, do a courtesy call with them. We inform them of our activity, of our presence. Whenever we come, uh, there are some uh, barangays who actually barangay captains and there's uh, constituents who actually come and help out and observe. But there are some, uh, yeah, more or less uh, take a lazy fair, more trusting stance in a sense that uh, yeah, okay, no problem, just go and do your thing, something like that. Ah. Uh, yeah, definitely, we we keep in close contact with them, inform them beforehand. Yep. And then how are you ensuring that you are not uh, embroiled in a political situation? For example, merong aligid dyan who wanted to make papapel so that they would look good because you have already done your bit of the work and it's extra promotion for them. How do you make your project as neutral as possible so it's not painted with any political um, color? Actually, we choose the people who we believe. And then uh, if ever there's a personality who is a politician, uh, we actually have this rule that uh, most uh, people who act, the donors, have this uh, anonymous uh, uh, persona. So we don't divulge names. So it's part, they're part of the team. We, uh, just, we just say that they're part of the team who gave this and that. So ah. it's the... Uh, belong to this team rather than an individual. I myself am very careful not to place my name in the front. So I, I don't want people to misunderstand. But uh, to tell you honestly, I, I have heard a lot of uh, people sometimes coming up to me and say, Sir, are you running for um, elections next year? And it's funny, even even my family, they, you know, my I told my parents about what I was going to do. They, they were telling me that, ah, Mark, my ambition ka ba na? No, <laughs> uh, that's right. So, so it doesn't know, mean that if yeah. you're doing something good is meron ka ng a hidden agenda. You know, doing yeah. something good is always 
a clean thing you know it doesn't have to be because of a, a, another purpose but because you want it to be a part of the solution like you said rather than become a part of the problem and if you can do something good for others it doesn't have to be uh with another ulterior motive you know you can just be as pure as you what your intentions are and and i'm glad that your um whole organization is behind it so um for for the purposes of just wondering when do you think your fraternity is gonna pull this off is it just gonna be for the first six months is it gonna be for a year how long will your project last oh, well right from the start uh we know that uh, this is not a sustainable uh, uh, thing and uh, hopefully it will not last long because that means uh the pandemic will last long it's <laughs> still there you know we haven't really figured it out on how to go about it even lives better with this problem and we haven't uh, addressed what ha- what needs to be addressed in uh, alleviating these problems mm. so uh, uh, we know that uh, no, i'm hoping that this will evolve into something else uh, something sustainable uh, something that will uh, mm. impact most people uh, that, 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 that is uh, what i desire to happen that's yeah. what i desire Yeah, like I say, you have to strike a good balance because you can't be giving and giving and giving because you said right. it's not sustainable. It has to kind of develop into something that would um, become semi-sustainable or it would have an effect where they would rely less on this and hopefully they will become, uh, you know, they will think towards for independence um, rather than dole out um, kind of mentality. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, we don't know what's going on with COVID. Then you know, like, when is this ever gonna stop? When is this, this ever gonna end? Um, it's really very what do you call that precarious at the moment. It's just up in the air. Uh, one day you have less case uh, case number of cases. The next day you have triple the number of cases. So I'm sure that would impact on the way you would deliver your community pantry then. So if you're back to MECQ, GCQ, which I don't really understand. I don't know how you will adjust to that. I don't know. We still don't understand. We don't have that. We don't have that here. Mm. So we don't really. Hindi ako makarelate. What do you mean by GCQ, MECQ? Um, uh-huh. But do you think that the community pantry, your particular one, would be immune to the changes in the restrictions? COVID restrictions? Well, I don't know, but uh, I guess because most of these restrictions are too clear, so yeah, it, it's so hard to, uh, but then we'll try to adjust with, until we can, uh, yeah, until uh, the need is there. But then, uh, yeah, that's what I can assure you. But then, uh, in Apo, I'm really not looking forward to more days like this in the future. So I hope that uh, yeah we can uh, do something about it together because the intention really here at MU is that uh, you know uh, we're we're starting a precinct you know, like uh, it's not like bandwagoning or something that uh, everybody's doing it so let's do the party you know it's like uh, making a statement that hey yeah we can do with whatever little we have we can actually make a difference and each one can make a difference on their own you know. Uh, Actually, uh, the reason why I uh, I joined this uh, particular uh, uh, effort is that um, you know I saw that uh, there was this awakening in a sense among Filipinos, most 
um, was especially the working class Filipinos, wherein uh, most of the time the attitude would be, I, know, I already have my piece of the pie, why should I bother? But then right now, people were, were just so exasperated with what's happening. Uh, you know, okay, if nobody's going to help us, we'll help each other. Yes. Yeah, that's the reason why I was motivated to do the same that's thing. That's right. And I love that. I love that, Marky, because um, you're operating on a strengths-based community development model, what you can contribute based on your strengths. So uh, right. I, I I love that idea so much, and I I think that's going to be the secret why you will stand out from the rest, and hopefully more people will get on board with your project, and that it oh. will become a little bit sustainable, meaning it will run for as long as it can run, and it's not like Ninga Skugos, Ninga Skugos mm. here today gone tomorrow kind of oh. scenario. <clears throat> And I'm pretty sure you have other projects. So Andrew has told me that that might be an interview topic for another day because this is just <laughs> one topic right. which I said I'd like to focus on because I love this topic so much. I want to promote it. I want to get on board with it. And this is my way of saying I support it uh, by mm -hmm. making it known to others. May it be an inspiration to them so that they, they can also set up their own thing. And if they have questions on how to set it up, Maybe they can run to your group for sure. more advice and yeah. they can if consult they with you and you can help and, and increase your web of networks doing it that way. Um, so at, uh, and we're almost out of time. So I just wanted to wrap things up by saying I do salute you for your effort and I do really appreciate it. And then I already feel inspired by everything that you've shared. Do you have any other last words or any Anything you want to add to what we've already um, taken up today? Uh, I guess I've already said my piece. But uh, yes, if you are compelled to do the same thing, yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, we'd be happy to help you set up your own PCT. Uh, and yeah, we'll teach you the integrity of how to operate it and everything else, what to look out for, everything. Yeah, we'd be happy. We, we would love to share what we have learned and, uh, yeah, for you also to avoid uh, whatever uh, problems you might encounter later on. Yeah, that's right. So it's good to learn from people who have been there already. And of course, yeah. because this is Bulilit Community Pantry, we would like to encourage parents to discuss this concept with their kids so yes. that the kids are more socially conscious, socially aware. Um, they would feel a sense of empathy Now, whatever they have, they can share. And whatever uh, other people don't have, uh, they would understand why that is the situation. So the, the, the parents should not always keep their kids in a little bubble, no? That they're far, um, they, they're so far away from reality. So maganda yung bata pa na instill na natin yung, um, yung sense of awareness na nangyayari sa kapaligiran and, and, and how they can also contribute in their own little way. So with um, yes, yeah, yeah. So give and give and babalikyan in in whatever way. Maybe not so visible right now, but definitely later on. Like I said, the ripple effect it always has a lot of positive benefits. So, Marky, thank you for coming to the show, and um, I do appreciate that you shared with us a wonderful <laughs> story today. Uh, thank, thank you. you so, me. just to formally close the show. Uh, to my viewers and to my listeners, if you have any other stories or topics that you wish to reach in Sapotsak Conversations with Mimi, please refer to my email details below. 
Kamutari is a member of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, which is uh, a group of podcasters here in Australia and in the Philippines. Please head on to the website of the Gorilla Podcast Syndicate to get to know more of the other shows. And for Samutsari, you can reach out to me through Facebook or through my YouTube channel. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe so that I can be more, uh, of service to more people. Thank you, Margie, for your time. Thank you for guesting Thank here you. today. And good Thank luck, you, all the best to your community pantry efforts. If you find value in this episode, make sure you like and subscribe to be notified of new releases. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to Gorilla Podcast or send us an email at mimi at dinosocial.com. Spread the word and don't forget to tune in next time. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com